Hey there, everyone. Uh, so today we have another episode with uh, Dr. Aniket Banvi. Uh, Dr. Aniket Banvi, as we know, is a naturopathy doctor and a yoga expert. He has attended numerous international conferences on the topic of health and wellness and has been a speaker on wellness areas uh, as as his area of specialization. And uh, yoga and naturopathy are very, very close to his heart. And uh, let's carry on with this amazing discussion forward. Uh, let's look at what are the daily habits that can make a difference to our health. Uh, so, Dr. Aniket, welcome once again. Well, uh, thank you once again for having me on the show. And uh, I'm glad that uh, we meet once again here. Perfect. So, uh, any inputs you would like to give the viewers about uh, food habits? On a, what are the uh, things that one needs to take care of as far as food habits is concerned on a daily basis? Sure. Um, food is a very big uh, topic to be covered and to be addressed as well. And in, especially in today's time and scenario, because the era what we are living is an everyday update that what should we eat and what should be not eaten. But in ancient texts from yogic way, uh, from a yogic text in many ways, they have told already that what kind of a lifestyle a person should be leading. And that takes back to something called as Ashtanga Yoga, where they say that there are very first two principles of Ashtanga Yoga, that is Yama and Niyama which says that how one person should live. And in that, the list comes out as one of them is Ahimsa. So when you eat, there should be no harming for sure. And which leads me to talk further more about in detail about yogic diets. So in yoga, they say that, you know, Rajsik, Tamsik and Sattvic food. And the human body is made to be eaten all those kinds for sure. But to be eating sattvic is more convenient for humans, which helps them to thrive for a longer duration to aid in health benefits and many other aspects as well. So sattvic food is what it is to be, you know, a person should be taking from many ancient text, uh, texts also. So that is right. the very, you know, basic crux of that. Now, in modern days, when the scientists, uh, you know, sat down to understand what kind of a foods should human have? Is it a paleo diet? Is it a keto diet? Is it what kind of a diet? So they said that, see, uh, we cannot roll out like this. What we need to understand is what is the human's body nature? And as we all know that there is something called as potential hydrogen, which is pH. And it is a scale of 1 to 14 where it says what kind of a food is acidic and what kind of a food is alkaline. And we must have heard it in our, uh, you know, very early stages of our school where we used to take a litmus paper and test, is it an acidic or a basic solution what we are using? So same way, our food is also having those same elements itself that is acidic or basic. And uh, what they came out to in conclusion was that, that the more the alkaline the foods are, it is much beneficial for your health and more the acidic environment in the body, it is going to damage your body. Now, this brings again to something which is alarming that people say that we have, you know, calcium deficiency. Our bone density is low. The reason being is because your body is acidic. And when the acidic environment is, there, is in, uh, there is in your body, what it tends to do is that it, it draws the calcium so that the body can be turned into alkaline. And these all things leads to one another thing and sequentially falls, you know, to a prey and lot many other health hazards takes place. 
now when i was attending you know plant based uh, nutrition conference they specifically told that eating non veg is very harmful for our body nevertheless we all know it but even in ancient texts they said that you know ahimsa is wrong killing an animal and eating is wrong and at today's at time and scenario what we tend to also closely study is you know snatching some other animals milk and drinking is also a harmful thing we are the only animals in this planet who drinks other animals milk if you see there is no other animal which is drinking other animals milk the cow does yeah. not go and drinks the horse milk or the horse does yeah. not go and milks the animal elephant's milk none yeah. of these you know thrive on their uh, other milk they only thrive yeah. on their mother's milk till the stage of their growth it's at least to the growth and after that they are by their own and they eat all the normal and the foods which are rich in dietary fibers we get milk from cow but what we see is that cow it's lot of amount of grass which is a dietary rich fiber for them for definitely for sure and we tend to fall prey of wrong things be because of we have been led in a wrong way and also picturized into a wrong way and that for sure that is the one of the leading cause now the again when i went back to this um, you know uh, conference what they clearly stated me is that it's not just about the values ahimsa is a value which you don't want to do that is okay but apart from that one more thing you need to understand is that you are not just harming other other people or other animal you are also harming your own body now there is a molecule something called as tmao which is trimethylamine n oxidase or oxide now if you go and google this they will clearly say that the animal based product that might be egg that might be meat all these things produce these molecule and this molecule has been led to heart disease diabetes and many other lifestyle diseases as well and it also causes a gut dysbiosis now the gut is known to be as the second brain and we are spoiling our very second brain and what you that is why you know we must have heard this uh, quote saying that what you eat is what you are so we tend to lack in understanding this and this is the major crux and they animal based food have a lack of dietary fibers now i got to know that there is more than 65 percentage of dietary fibers rich in plant based food which are live food which are healthy food which are highly alkaline in food and they help our body to you know stay stabilized and also maintain our homeostasis so this is a basic crux the major two things you need to take out of my entire talk or uh, take on food it would be is see whether the food is acidic or you know alkaline and number two is how far is it damaging your own body that would be those two things and the again there is a clear data which uh, was told in the conference where say, they said that you know there is it is taking 1.2 acres to feed one person reason being people are people are eating non veg or the animal based foods more or animal processed food now if the same people drop their consumption or drop completely the animal based food the same 1.2 acre is being fed for 14 people or 15 people wow. so we today say that there is a hunger there is a lot of uh, you know lack of uh, food production actually there isn't what we are doing is that we are mm -hmm. feeding the wrong animals and not letting them live hmm. 
and we are killing them and we are own eating them well i was a pure non vegetarian a long time back not just long time back just 3 4 years back and when i understood these basic values that ahimsa not just your body but your you know your 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 harming your body your harming others body or other animal also causing a lot of environmental hazards as well it is better to drop once you have the understanding once you you know are able to understand and i gradually dropped it over the time and i am sure that the one who tends to change this will definitely easily overcome this as well very nice <clears throat> very very insightful i think uh, what he said about the alkaline food and the acidic food i think anything which is raw which is from the nature will have alkalinity if it is uh, cooked if it is got especially uh, non vegetarian or any animal based uh, products will be more steering towards acidic formation Absolutely. yeah so that is harmful for the body and like you beautifully said about uh, the bone issues or the calcium deficiency it's not that the person has got deficiency it, it could mostly be that the person is eating the wrong food which is acidic and the body's intelligence is trying to help to come back to the state of alkalinity which the blood is automatically alkaline so bring it to the state of alkalinity and it has to do overwork in terms of taking all the calcium from the bones and getting that homeostasis or whatever that terminology that you used yeah so, so good so true. yeah nice good uh thanks for the insight uh, doctor uh, tell me something more about uh, uh, what about liquid diet you know uh, what are, what are the kind of liquids that one should uh, drink uh, with food without food before food or you know what is the method to ha- have liquids uh, what would be your recommendation as far as naturopathy okay. is concerned this is the uh, you know the number one question which i always get asked is sir can i drink while i'm having my lunch or bre- breakfast or dinner uh should i have it before should i have have it after so there is a simple rule what you need to follow is that before eating half an hour you need to consume some amount of water and after your you know lunch dinner or post after 30 minutes or 45 minutes you can have again water in between when while you are eating if it is necessary and there is something which is not able to pass through your throat then you take some sip hardly 2 to 3 sips which i would be advising now the people ask me again sir why are you stressing on post and pre and why not in between well what happens is that when you start eating when you start chewing your body sends a signal to your body and starts producing the right amount of you know enzymes and the right amount of hcl which is hydrochloric acid now this helps in breaking down the moment you low overload yourself with a more amount of water while you are eating what it tends to do is that it dilutes the hcl and the food is not broken down properly now then that leads to lack of absorption of your minerals and nutrients and many other things and that again leads to so many complications in your body and yet you say that again sir i am taking all the medications all the you know dietary supplements all the food which is rich in vitamin c which is rich in this one but what you tend to understand is also water is not just helping you absorb it is also helping you remove the toxins from your body and in this process if you consume it in a wrong time what your body does is that it takes away all the important nutrients along with the toxins and goes out so there is nothing left and that is what happens so make sure that you try to drink it before 30 minutes and drink after your post meal that is 30 to 45 minutes i would urge you to take some more time as well because 
once it is there let it digest properly let it let our let us give us our body the time to that it can digest and in between i said uh, one to two is fine if it is necessary if not please go ahead with your food properly chew it eat mindfully and that is what it is and water consumption is very essential in that aspect and this is the pre and post which i am telling specifically specifically when you are having your foods this is how you need to follow very nice thanks uh, so uh, anything particularly you would like to say about not just water in terms of any other liquids that one can consume with food or without food and how do how does one have a habit of uh, you know because sometimes people say that stand up and don't drink and sit and eat, drink and uh, you know yeah. uh, speed at which you drink what what would you say about that so yes what you pointed out is very rightly and this is again one of the questions which is being asked that you know sir someone said me asked me to sit down and drink someone asked me to stand and drink now the answer is even i would suggest is sit drink mindfully sip it slowly and then you eat the water hmm. don't drink the water just eat the water and what i mean by eat the water what you need to do is that when you sit and sip you need to make sure that the water runs in your mouth for a while now what is it doing it is you know mixing with your saliva which is also highly alkaline and also contains a lot of enzymes with it now this helps in overcoming your acidity bloating flatulence all those things and this is by far the best way that people have understood or the medical science have understood to be consumed and that is why the people who say that sit sip then mix your saliva properly then send it to your gut so that it is able to you know now calm your hcl production which is not necessary and then also help you digest with the right amount of enzymes which are supposed to be gone sometimes while you are eating they might have not gone now when you drink water they slowly get in they all start working in an synchronicity and that is why they say that sit and drink water and even i would suggest the same thing venus venus so would you have would you say anything about the role of water specifically uh, in our diet uh, what would you say as far as naturopathy is concerned or as far as your experience is concerned you know the naturopathy and the medical science the whole fraternity what it says is that your body is 70% each water and what it does is that it goes in and out and it helps you remove the toxins it helps in your digestion it helps in removing your toxins it helps in maintaining your you know required amount of body fluids which helps in exchange of the right amount of food and the right amount of vitamins and minerals to each and every cell of the body now when we eat it just does not absorb in our body what it is role is that it flows through the body and entirely takes care of sending the each and everything to the every cell and that would be utilized by each and every cell and absorb so water plays a may, significant role in removing toxins as well now toxins when we say that it just does not grow through urine it also goes through uh, you know sweat it also goes through our breathing process through lung all these things help in removing toxins and that is more significant uh, make sure that you even drink the right amount of water as well now the right amount would be in naturopathy by dr b venkatrao he say he says that 
two shares of water now that means are somewhere around 2 to 2.5 liters to 3 liters of water to be consumed in a day and uh, make sure that the water what is it you know thrown out from your body is also replenished back and it is an conscious awareness which one should inculcate and as also there is a many studies say that you know when you drink or when you eat mindfully with a love with a gratitude their their process or their elements enhances they provide you much more replenishing or much more rejuvenating uh, elements to your body and helps you in facilitating all these processes so water is the very crucial element which human beings you know supposed to take care of and also respect it because you know i do have experienced an incident where i happened to go to a trek and we none of our friends did not carry water and at the last when we went to uh, you know uh, no falls and the water was clean and we had no other option to rather than drink it and that is when we realized the significance of water and the precious value of it because only you understand when you suffer and that was the moment which i felt like you know there is no other beverage in the world which is as tastier as water and as addictive as water so you know stay healthy by drinking water wow that's very profound so actually what you would say is uh, the quantity of water is required to be taken in a day and uh, you need to consume it uh, throughout the day i think you need to hydrate yourself very well and also i think one of the common underlying factors for most of the disease condition as it said is dehydration you know we do not yeah. drinking adequate amount of water during the day can lead to serious health conditions over a period of time and and people ask me that sir when I'm, when i'm dehydrated can i drink you know slice maza coffee tea well let me tell you something uh, very specifically about tea and coffee because as you are asking about fluids that, that is the i guess we we at least in india we drink more than you know water i guess we drink tea and coffees now tea and coffee is nothing else but a diuretic what it does is that it removes all the required amount of minerals vitamins through your body so it's a completely diuretic which throws out all the, all the things from your body and to re- re- replenish whatever is gone gone out of the body you need to drink again at least 2 liters of water so make sure that you reduce the dosages of your coffee and tea intakes so that you don't end up or fall prey, prey for such uh, you know things and then again they say that sir i'm taking all 2 liters of water but i'm not still able to cope up with uh, the things which you are saying well because you are also inversely doing the wrong thing you're taking a good thing but uh, in an instantly you're taking a wrong thing at the moment same itself so that will definitely not help you in balancing or keeping your homeostasis your in place and that leads to much more problem very nice very well put very clearly said so i think uh, one needs to understand the role of water and even if there is any beverage that you have other than water if you can reduce the consumption and to a limit where maybe one or two cups of tea or coffee in a day at regulated time is better than unregulated or just because you are giving company to someone having some uh, beverage yes. like that tea and coffee is not good and if possible i would i always recommend to people that uh, try and eliminate sugar even if you are perfectly healthy uh, you can probably yes. reserve that quota of sugar for some other sweet if you have a sweet tooth some other sweet you can enjoy probably with that quota of uh, excess sweet that you have you know, saved for yourself you know so good uh, thanks for this wonderful discussion uh, i think we need to take this forward uh, with more discussion on sleep meditation sunlight all these roles of these things in our health 
so we'll once again call you back on our discussion panel some other time. And uh, sure. thank you for your inputs on food, water, and liquids today. Thank you, Doctor. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Pleasure talking to you. Bye. These days, popping pills for chronic ailments have become the norm. The trend of over-medication and self-medication are getting far too alarming. Medications are supposed to help us, not hurt us. No amount of external intervention can help unless the body heals itself. Our body is known to be an abode of astonishing self-healing powers. The immune system of our body is sophisticated and the magical recovery ways of the body is much beyond the common man's comprehension. Holistic approach to health is becoming extremely relevant today. We need to empower our body's natural healing powers by adopting lifestyle changes for staying fit and healthy. And there should be minimum need for any medical intervention. Today's progressive wellness experts are working closely to ensure that focus is shifted decisively towards preventive healthcare so that people can enjoy the fruits of good health for longer. Chronic diseases and the so-called lifestyle diseases can be prevented and in most cases also reversed. We need to focus on educating and steering people towards an integrated approach to health and life and encourage them to make healthy lifestyle changes. Let's take responsibility to learn about our body and our health. On this channel, we'll be conversing with some amazing experts who are focused on optimal health, improved quality of life, and general well-being for all concerned. More power to holistic health.